Jesus nah. Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a of the week of Info-G Radio, episode 515, for April, or May, Timber already botched, May Timber, May Timber <laughs> Day, May 7th, 2018, we're almost to the halfway point of 2018, can you believe that? I thought about that the other day, I was like, wow, 2018 is just a blazing by, it's yeah, pretty nuts. like a month. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Oh, E3 God, is almost, it is too. Mm-hmm. almost here. Then the second half of the year, which is... It's got a couple little indie games in it. You know? I like Red Dead, Tomb Raider, Call of Duty, <laughs> Battlefield. I'll just I'll just wait for a humble bundle sale for those games. You know, I don't feel like, you know, you should buy PS those Plus. at full price. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait for them to become the PS Plus. Those are, those are totally games with gold right there. Yeah, you know, you, sp- you spend a dollar, you get all those games for free, and then you have to pay a little extra for the other ones, you know, the DLC and stuff. <laughs> Speaking of games that are essentially free, did you see Destiny 2 is in a Humble Bundle? I I, I don't wow. notice that. It was a monthly Humble Bundle, right? Yeah. Also, it's on sale at Best Buy this week for $10. That's not much of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, another interesting note, uh, since we don't do a lot of financial stuff on the on the show... Uh, Activision held their financial call on, I think, Thursday or Friday? Guess was guess what was not mentioned on that call? Destiny 2? There you go. It, it, I mean, it still sold over a million copies, isn't it? Yeah, but so did Kirby's uh, Star Allies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't compete with Kirby. It just has all that star power. Well, so, Kirby is a better game than Destiny 2, so... No, nobody's arguing that, but it's certainly not one of those games you expect uh, to kind of light the charts on fire. So. Yeah. Eh, you know, like, Destiny 2, the shape of it is, where it is now is really shameful, but the, let's say, 25, 30 hours of the the experience I got from it was fine. Like, I had a, I had an okay time with it, but it just, they dropped the ball again. And you can't you can't drop the ball twice in the same kind of way and then expect people to forgive you. That's not how that works. You only get a second chance just the once, you know? You only get a second chance to make a third impression? Perhaps. I don't even know what I just said. But anyway, uh, on the show this week, we have Jay. Namaste. We have Orion. Or we don't. I don't know. You have to say his actual name, right, man? Who's Orion? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, okay. uh, and we have Anthony. I was tragically muted before my time. I'm, I apologize, Anthony. I just completely oh, no, skipped all fine. of your introduction. Just, and my introduction was going to be, and the mistake was made third time. 
<laughs> it don't matter. None of this matters. Uh, also, don't, no one's listening anyways. Don't expect, That's true. Don't expect Drew back on the show for the rest of the month because you know he's getting married. You know. Mm-hmm. It's wedding it's, bells. It's the final countdown. I think it's what. Don't. Like, don't. Okay. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's finishing up don't. there. Don't don't expect Drew back for the rest of the month or ever or ever. <laughs> uh, you know he he don't he don't play video games anyway. What are you talking about? Anyway, Jay, do you want to kick this off? You know what? I'm pretty right. sure that half the people on the show have not played video games this week, so we'll just. I I, I played a few things. It's just a matter of like I didn't play much because uh, I started my new job this week, so I'm just getting adjusted to that, the schedule and stuff like that. It's been kind of difficult, mm-hmm. and someone is like desperately trying to call me right now. So I think you're right. Start with someone else while I take this phone call. All right. Well, let's, uh, Anthony. You want to talk about? Some- I know you played games because I sent you a yeah. lot of games. Yeah. So um, God of War is still dominating most of my time. It's you know we 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 rag on Drew for only playing uh, <laughs> Overwatch, but God of War has been my sort of. Like, I have other games I need to play for a review. But God of War is really freaking good! And yeah. I'm like, don't don't play God of War. I'm like, play something else, play something for review. But I'm like, but God of War, though! So, um, I'm still going through that. Um, I won't say anything in detail other than the fact that my when I talked to you guys the first time and I had not played it, I... Uh, the things that I wanted from this game have, like, the Zelda sort of exploration, or, or even, I, I'd even call some of it, like, Tomb Raider, the uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider sort of exploration. Um, that that stuff is there in, like, spades. I thought there was going to be a little bit of it. I didn't realize there was going to be a lot of it. So, uh, I'm really enjoying just even exploring that world. Um... But, like, the gameplay continues to be <clears throat> amazing. So, um, I tried some of the Xbox backwards compatible stuff, finally. Um, like the original Xbox. Uh, Panzer Dragoon looks fantastic. Conquer looks fantastic. Breakdown? Mm, not so much. Um, <laughs> it's clean, it is, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's one of those. It's, it's, the, it's the only one that I've, uh, of the ones I tried that looked clunky still. Um, like, it looked like a older game. Uh, surprisingly, Panzer Dragoon and Conquer didn't look like there was as big of a jump backwards. Um, Breakdown looks like a PS2, Xbox era game. And that's fine, because it is. It's just, it was weird to see that in comparison to Conquer, which looks fantastic. Um, uh... So uh, I tried those out just to give it a try. They're installed. I'll end up playing them. Um, played more of The Witch in 100 Night 2. I'm still seeing a lot of the same uh, in that. I know that you can leave the forest eventually, but I find myself having to grind. Um, that game has a weird balance of having to keep that f- hunger meter up, or the uh, the stomach, or whatever you want to call it, up. Um but if you become, you have to be not so powerful that you just decimate enemies because you have to eat them to keep your hunger uh, or level or whatever your uh, calories up. That's what it is. Uh, you have to keep the giga calories up. 
So you have to kill enemies with a f special finisher, which means you have to finish a combo. But if you're too strong, you finish a combo and everybody's dead. And if you're too weak, you finish a combo and they're, they have too much health to eat. That game's got a weird balance that way. Um, but I'm over-leveled at this point, I think. Uh, and that's fine, because that game still has difficulty issues where one enemy puts you to sleep, the enemy next to, you, uh, next to it poisons you, there's other enemies wailing on you, and there's really no way to speed up that rate. And then if you want to dodge, dodging takes calories. So you... That game... Is good. I think that game would have been more fun if there was the ability to have co-op in it, like Diablo, because it is a very much that sort of game. But uh, it's fun. Uh, I still don't really care for the plot at all, but I haven't seen too much more of the plot either. Um, so there's that. Uh, I played. Uh, I went back um, before I started uh, playing, and I haven't finished it. But before I started playing uh, Radiant Historia on the 3DS. Um, I was playing Dragon Quest 4, so the Dragon Quest 4, 5, 6, and 9 were all DS games, and I own all those, and I have 7 and 8 on the 3DS, and I was hoping that 11 would come to 3DS as well, but it's not, uh, as of right now, anyways. Maybe it'll change in mind, but I doubt it. So I'm going through Dragon Quest 4, because I want to go through them in order, and, uh, that game has a lot of grind for, for equipment. Uh, which which version of the game are you playing? Yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, I find that I have to... Like, it's not that it's a difficult grind, it's just me having to hit A over and over and over again. It's powerful enough to kill the enemies in one hit, um, but it still takes time, and you only get, like, 10 gold from every battle, and I have to save up for armor before I go into the tower, otherwise the enemies will decimate me in the tower. This is, like, the first dungeon to save these kids that have gone miss missing. Sorry, spoiler alert, I suppose, for a game that's super old. And then was remade, and that's old too. Um, the game what, is. Uh, what gave you the idea, or rather, the desire to play through the Dragon Quest games? I mean, it's a, it's a lot of games. You got you're thinking about playing them in sequence. There must have been some kind of trigger. I love the style of. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you exactly why I love of Dragon Quest. Um, uh, I like them a little bit more than Final Fantasy. Uh, not that the stories are better. I'd argue that the stories in Final Fantasy are generally better, because you always kind of play as a nobody in Dragon Quest, like, generally, like, your character's kind of, like, Ragnar from 4, doesn't have really much of a personality, he's just the uh, archetype of, like, a knight, and and that's fine, um, the, uh, Final Fantasy games, like, 6 is my favorite Final Fantasy, um, but, uh, they generally have, like, you're playing as a character past what is it, one in three, everyone else is kind of a character-based story, so, um, and six being my preferred favorite, but, um, what I, well, the way I entered Dragon Quest was through its, um, spin-off games, so back when Nintendo Power was a thing, they really pushed Rocket Slime, which is one of the best DS games, it's like a mix between, like, Zelda and, the. Um, I can't even. I don't, it's it's weird because you have these tank battles that are kind of like nothing else. These big ships basically roll up to each other, and you can board the other person's ship and destroy it from the inside, or shoot yourself through the cannon. But you're loading cannons. You can get whole ideas that you're having these big tank battles. But when you're not doing that, it plays like a Zelda game. But you can collect supplies and drop them onto these carts that roll by every like thirty seconds or so, and use those 
uh, supplies for your tank, so you can fire anything through the, the tank's cannons. It's a really neat game, and I love Akira Toriyama's monster design. Not so much the people, but the, like, care, like the monster design. Like, slimes are my favorite. So mm. I got into Dragon Quest through its spin-offs, and then was just like, I really want to play the RPG portion of it. So last year, I went and bought... Like, I had Dragon Quest Nine on the DS. Um, I bought that when it came out. But I was like, you know what, I, I really want to take a uh, look into, after playing like Builders and stuff, I really want to take a look into the series that started this. So um, I went back as far as I could without being a pain in the ass. So I have Dragon Quest 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I have Monsters 1 and 2, which are not, are again, spin-offs. Here I have both uh, Heroes games on the PS4. I have Rocket Slime. Um, builders, I'll be getting Builders 2, I'll be getting Dragon Quest 11. Um, I just, that, that whole series has a lot of charm for me. Like, the monster design is beautiful. Um, like, just the cartoony aspect of them all. Um, but I also, uh, later games were made by Level 5. And Level 5 made one of my favorite RPGs of all time, Dark Cloud 2. Um, which I guess maybe is not an RPG to some, but, uh, then right. they stopped doing Dark Cloud 2, so. Why isn't it an RPG, Dark Cloud 2? I, I don't... Some Because pe- it's action-based. Some people think it's a hack-and-slash game. It's, it's an action it's, RPG that I know. exists. I know, but I've heard people describe it as not an RPG, so... Alright, whatever. Um, I love those games, and then they did... Uh, I didn't really care for their game afterwards. So, level 5, when they went to Dragon Quest, like... That was kind of where I went with where, it. I didn't really like um. You didn't like Galaxy? Rogue Legacy? Rogue Galaxy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's uh, I don't know. It's one of those it's games. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not an click. amazing game, but it's it's good. It just didn't click, and I, I have White Knight Chronicles one and two, but I've never played them. I was one of those like, <laughs> this is yeah. I bought it for like next to nothing, and like two has one on the same disc, so I was like, uh, it's like ten bucks. I'm like, maybe I'll get around to these one day. Those uh, had some pretty. Ex- Extensive online components to them, the White Knight Chronicle games. Oh, really? And but it when might you, not be. <laughs> yeah, when you when you played them when they were launched in like Wayne within like the year of its launch, there was uh, a decent amount of people playing that game. It was actually pretty fun. Playing it solo was kind of boring because it feels like a pseudo MMO, right? Uh-huh. And uh, when you did play with other people and you had all these different mechanics going on together, it was actually pretty cool. Um, I didn't mind that game. It's a series that I would like to see continue. But it's probably never gonna see the light of day again. Nah. Well, I mean, I'd love to see more Dark Cloud, but yeah, apparently that's not a thing either. Because I really like the building systems and that. But that, that's kind of the reason why I got into. Uh, there was like multiple elements of it that got me into the Dragon Quest series. So I just figured start with four because I figured the mechanics will become better over time. Um, I know nine is different, but still. Um, and then the last game that I can talk about. Uh, this week, that because I haven't played a lot, a lot. Um, I played a lot of game, but not a lot of different games. Is uh, Killing Floor Incursion? I only played about an hour of it. Um, it's a VR title. I don't know if it's available on the PC, but it's definitely a PSVR. And I, uh, I wasn't sure how I was going to control, but you need the two um, awkwardly shaped wands for uh, <laughs> the move controllers for the. Uh, PlayStation. Um, it's my first experience where I. It, it's a pretty good horror experience because it's not. Um, 
it's not just scary jump scare moments or creepy. Like, uh, one thing that Resident Evil, I tried it in VR. I haven't gone very far in it. I want to do it, but I'm just like, mm, I'm like, I have to really work up the courage to play that in VR. Um, the, uh, it's, it's intimidating more than it is, um, scary, which is very similar to Killing Floor. I never found Killing Floor, the, the, the first game on PC, very scary, but I found it intimidating because the enemies are coming at you and you're ill-equipped. And, uh, this is a VR game that has movement and everything, and the, the training exercise goes through a lot of detail, which is nice. But what's weird is it's the first time I've had to aim down the sights of a gun by closing one eye. It, that's a weird aspect that I didn't think I'd ever have. Isn't that, because, a, mis- isn't that a misnomer, though? Like... Well, well I, I, can, I, I can tell you. I can tell you why I have to do it in VR. Um, probably, it probably is. Um, but I have trouble. Uh, what, what I think in the VR headset, it might be because of the way it's being projected. I don't know if it's accurate to real life, um, but the way it's coming through the headset might be the reason why. I found it very hard to hit a target without closing an eye first and kind of having only one line of vision to the target. I have never. I can't say, like, you know, that's accurate to real life. Um, but uh, it definitely was for this particular case, for me anyways. I found it very hard to aim down the gun without... Um, because it's a handgun, and it is distended from my body. So it's not like I'm actually holding anything, too. Um, and then there's uh, knives... I didn't get too far. There was a, there was a, there, the weird one was holding a rifle with two hands. Getting used to that and aiming with it was a little bit weird because you're not actually holding anything. So I don't have my like the move controllers aren't in a grip. So I'm just kind of trying to hold it to where it would be. And if the first hand, like my my left hand, because my right hand's on the trigger, moves, it kind of moves the gun, which was a little weird. Um, because again, they're not connected, so there's really no way to tell how far my hand is, because I have a freaking headset on. Um, but you, the training exercise walks you through, there's a bunch of different things, you can revive teammates, there's a co-op for part of this as well, so it does have the aspect of killing floor in it still. Um, really neat way of showing health, it's on your wrist, You're, you have two floating hands in front of you, and your, right, your dominant hand has the a little health meter inside the wrist of it. Um, but what I really liked about it is that the way you holster guns is on your chest, so you have two uh, chest holsters, and you actually have to put the guns back into the holsters. Uh, if you drop them, they will work back, which is nice too. And then they're like, and you can put knives and rifles over your shoulders. So it's the first time I've actually had to grab knives from my shoulders and then you press a button it switches the grip so you don't have to, you can throw the knives um but what's what was really neat about it and this is so lame to talk about but uh there's a they're like if you look down at your chest which there's a little bit of problems with that in vr and anything because it can't fully detect where your chest is so it's trying to base it off of where it thinks you are um based on where it's detected your head 
But they're like, just grab that flashlight. And so I grab the flashlight off my chest, and then you pr- I press the trigger, and it turns on. But what's neat is I thought I was going to have to hold the flashlight while I'm in the dark, which most of that game takes place in the dark, which was going to be hard. No, it allows you to put the flashlight back into the part where you pulled it out of and have it on. So I was able to walk around in this trailer park fighting enemies with without having to hold a flashlight. And the flashlight did not die either, which was nice. Um, and it seems to be a full campaign experience, like a full single-player campaign, unlike uh, Killing Floor where it's wave-based. There's a bit of that, but you're, you're going through a level and then waves kind of come in. When I grabbed the knife off the tree... Um, and and the ammo off the ground, that's when the enemies started to come. And uh, it, it was not scary. It was it was intimidating. There's a weird difference that I was feeling as the enemies slowly walked towards me. I was like, oh, I'm being overwhelmed. Not, uh, oh my god, I can't stand this anymore. I need to rip this headset off. But by that point, I'd been playing with the headset for so long it was actually uncomfortable on my head so i did that wave and then i had to stop because that is the unfortunate part of vr is trying to get it all right takes a while um i relate it to kind of like having to perfect the pc settings to get a game to run just right it's like that except that it's physical stuff on your body that you're you're constantly adjusting your head and trying to get the line up with the camera and sometimes it works really well and other times it doesn't. And it's not necessarily the game's fault. It's, it's actually rarely the game's fault. It's just trying to figure out whether it's the camera's angle or the headset or where I'm positioned in the room. Um, but that I'm definitely going to be jumping back into. I really had fun with the hour or so I spent in it. So, And that's it. I mean, I haven't really played much else. Speaking yeah. of VR, though, like, Anthony, you seem to be someone that seems to be really into VR. What uh, what kind of got you into it? Why did you want to get into it in the first place? So, uh, the VR kind of just fell into my lap, I'll be honest. Uh, it's mm. my, my father's, actually. Uh, my father games, my uh, fun fact. Um, my, father, my father plays stuff like uh, he platinumed Neo and did all 999 Wait, floors. Yeah. Is your father better at video games than you are? Probably, <laughs> like, but well, that's that's it's hard to say. Like he definitely is better at like Dark Souls and stuff. But I play, like he only plays like certain types of games, and he only plays like he'll play like one game for a year. Mm-hmm. Like he only played Neo last year, really. Neo, Neo is a hard platinum. That's not an easy one. Uh, yeah, and then and yeah. then he went through nine hundred ninety nine floors to get nothing. He just did it because he liked that game so much, mm-hmm. and now he's playing Ghost Recon. Uh, Wildlands, he's doing the PvP and that. So, I like the VR more because it's something, I like to try different experiences out. And, uh, honestly, I was kind of like, VR is cool, um, the kitchen demo was neat, I played Res Infinite on there, I was like, yeah, this is, this is alright. Um, but the thing that sold me was a game called Static. Um, and I, I recommend that to anyone who likes puzzle games. Um, it's a VR-only game, and you, it, it's hard to explain why until you play it, but that game requires you to kind of be in the room with the puzzle. I, I relate to Portal and sort of the setting aspect of it, but the the thing that game did was tell me that there are experiences that, A, are full experiences. That game's only 
probably about three or four hours at like at the longest if it takes you a while. I'm sure you can pass through it in two, but there's there's some stuff that's a little bit harder to figure out. So I'd I'd say three. Um, and I played the demo of that and was sold on it, and then bought the game. And um, a lot of I find VR stuff wants to just be like, hey, look at the things we can do gimmicky wise, and this was not that experience. And that kind of sold me that there are these experiences that can be had. Um, it, it's 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 a hard thing to explain. Like I, I definitely wasn't uh, someone that liked VR when it came out. I was like, this is just a fad, because people, the things that were being showed were uh, shown were very fad like as well. Like uh, again, I was, I was having flashbacks to the Wii. Um, like look what we can do. Like okay. Great, but that doesn't—that's not a game still, um, and that's kind of what I felt at first with the VR. And then I played Static and was like, "This is a full experience." And I've been playing other stuff. I play other stuff too. Um, I really wanted to try try the game. Um, uh, God, what's it called? I expect you to die. And the first level of that was really interesting and definitely something that you couldn't do without VR. But I find that a lot of the VR stuff is like shoot bad guys, and it's what, what did your ba- uh, what did your dad buy the VR for? Since he's the one who purchased it, it was actually a gift to him, and oh, okay. then, yeah, yeah, we already had the Move controllers from the PS3, mm-hmm. so we kind of lucked out, and uh, I just I ended up buying a PlayStation camera anyways, so it, it all just kind of worked out that the headset came to him, um, and. I just happen to have more of a fascination with it, so it sits next to my PS4 instead of his. Okay, neat. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's a thing that I can't recommend to everyone. There's some really neat experiences, though. Um, and again, I, it, like, Static uh, was made by Tarsier, who did um, Little Nightmares. Uh, they, in the same year that they released, like, last year, they released uh, Little Nightmares and uh, Static. And... Uh, both those games are really good, uh, really different from each other, though, too. I'm kind of hoping that they make a sequel to Static, as well as Little Nightmares. Both those games are really good. So, um, But, uh, you know, I, I, I like I like trying out new things, and that's kind of the reason why I like Killing Floor, as well. It's not just a horror game. Um, it's it's a It still has that aspect of what I liked about Killing Floor, which was that it was an action game as well. So... I'm looking forward to playing more of that when it's not so warm and I like don't sweat just by sitting there in the VR headset. So, all right. Well, Jay, do you want to talk about the 20 minutes of gaming you got this week? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a little bit more than that. Like during my lunch break, I was able to play a bit of Hearthstone here and there, but nothing really to add there. They put out a thing called Monster Hunt in Hearthstone, which is. Kind of like another take on the, the dungeon run, which is basically like a single player, uh, kind of draft your deck kind of deal, and then you, uh, kind of go up against these AI things. Which is, which is good, cause, you know, it's kind of like a bite-sided experience, you can kind of go back in and do it, uh, again and again as much as you want without having to pay an entry fee. Which is nice, and when you do beat it, uh, you do get like a neat card back, so it does have its rewards. Uh, well, actually, they gave you a couple of card packs the first time you do it because there's a quest uh, associated with this. So, get some free stuff, check out some new AI stuff. Uh, you know, this is pretty fun. The other game that I did happen to play is uh, I just kind of booted up uh, Beyond Two Souls a little bit because that was a PS Plus game. 
And I was curious about differences between the PS3 and the PS4 version. And surprisingly, there was actually something called the, the remix mode. You familiar with this? No. That puts everything into a chronological order, correct? That's what they say, but it's really not. Oh, okay. I think I don't think David K understands what chronological order means. Because <laughs> the game start, starts out at the end of the game where she's trying to reminisce, and then it goes to the police station scene, which is like way, way far ahead in the story. And then you go to the part where you're being tested, and then it goes to the part where you before you went to the the testing facility. It's like what? How, what is the chronological order of this? You know, and uh, it's, it's just weird, man. He's emotional. Yeah, emotional, chronologic, emotion, chrono, <laughs> chronomotion, chronomotion. So, if you're not familiar with Beyond Two Souls, it's a, it's a game where you play as Ellie from uh, The Last of Us, <laughs> and instead of having like a father figure in Joel, you have this spooky, ghostly father figure in Jaden, you and creepy, you're trying to Willem make Defoe. William Defoe into your William the friend, and it's like a really long, <laughs> lengthy journey that you go on. It's very emotional. The emotion. Emotion. The emotion. Um, people really hate on this game a lot. I don't hate it. I don't think it's his, it's his best game or anything, but I think it has some neat ideas here and there. Being able to switch to Jaden almost at any time to kind of kind of like, like screw around with people is always fun. And in this particular instance of like the hour or hour and a half of the game that I play, I wanted to be as big of a dick as I could possibly be. Using Jaden's, I just started messing around with other people. I was intent to like choking people with the intent to kill, but the game won't allow it. It's like, oh, that's a shame. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> the first time I played it, I was pretty, I was pretty much a good guy. That's kind of how I generally like to play my first times around. So I do want to go like full evil, full mischievous ghost and see where that goes. It's not a game that I don't think I'll finish, but I just wanted to see the the new stuff in it. I don't know. But I mean, it runs better. It still looks okay. So it has aged fairly well. All, th- all things considered, uh, I think his games look decent, even though it has that, uh, you know, it has the facial animations and stuff like. That. Sometimes that don't really match to what they're saying from time to time. But David Cage games have always looked, for their time, pretty good. So this has got me kind of getting myself ready to get it back into Detroit when that reach uh, when that uh, launches. Um, Outside of that, dude, like, literally nothing. I played a little bit of Overwatch because the, the new patch hit. Did you try out the new Hanzo, Ken? Yeah, I, I played quite a bit. I had oh, like... let's, let, let's talk about it real quick. Then. So, what do you think about the change? Hanzo's changes are going to take me a little while to get used to. Mm. Um, the, the, what do they call it? The Storm Arrow now is, uh, oh. it's pretty strong. I, I, wiped, oh, yeah. I wiped a Roadhog with it. And I was like, wow, okay, that's, uh... <laughs> it's pretty good. That's something. Uh, I also found it funny that they changed the wording of the achievement. I had already had it, because mm-hmm. it used to say, kill two enemies with a scatter arrow, one scatter arrow, now it's like, kill three enemies with one storm arrow. Um, his little jump, I keep forgetting I have it. <laughs> so, like, that thing is super helpful. And I and yeah. I keep forgetting that I have it, but I I I think the um the blah, 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 I don't even remember what you call it where you can see people that arrow I I like the change in that uh, even though that the window is smaller the timer is lower uh, mm-hmm. the fact that I can shoot it more often than every thirty seconds is is very helpful. Do you think it's overall a positive change to make him more fun, or do you prefer the old Hanzo? I actually think he got a buff. A lot of people are mad because they have to aim now. 
<laughs> but he's actually been buffed because if you played Hanzo properly and not just shot scatter arrows at people's feet, um, he was a good character. And now that they've changed him, he's an even more powerful character that can actually stand up against some of the stronger characters. Because you know, when your scatter arrow was re was cooling down before, you had no shot against most people. Yeah, if it wasn't you know dived on right on top of you, you just and then you already used your scatter arrow, or you didn't kill him with it, you just die. That's yep. it. Yeah, it's over for you. But now with the storm arrow, holy shit! Rapid fire to the Winston's dome with all five of those would just drop him like a you know stack of paper. Oh yeah, so this is pretty impressive. I think just like you said, I think the ca- people that are really good with the character will have just gotten better, and not to mention the fact that his projectile speed got faster. Yes, that matters a lot. A lot, like shooting down pharaohs and stuff like that, is a lot more also his likely dragon, possibility. His dragon got sped up. His um, his dragon strike got sped yes, up. Really? Yeah, it moves a lot faster. If you are oh. in any matches with it, you will notice how much faster it moves, and it's it's kind of night and day. Nice. I didn't know that at all. Because that thing had become so easy to avoid. And mm-hmm. so many characters had a counter to it that he would hard... Like, getting one kill with the dragon was a, a big deal for me for a while because people just knew how to get away from it. And now that it's been sped up, people are having a lot harder time getting away from it. Nice. Yeah, dude, like, I've been playing a little bit of quick play just to check out this and that, trying out the new map as well. And just Hanzo's everywhere, dude. He's oh, a yeah. menace. Oh, yeah, we like, played... Good, uh, good Hanzo players? Oh, man. We played No Limits one night and there were four Hanzos and two Mercies. And it was a that was a rough that's, match. That's called a clown fiesta. That's <laughs> that is that is way too many fucking arrows just flying around everywhere. He's, oh man, that that'll give you PTSD. I don't oh, want to yeah. deal with that. Uh, what do you think about the other changes? Uh, they tried to nerf junk. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm too good with junk. <laughs> I have to tell you a funny story. So we were playing one map, and I kind of just dominated the map. Ended with four gold medals because you know Junkrat can't get health, so. Couldn't get that fifth gold medal. Uh, we finished the game. I got a message from Xbox Live, because, you know, that always happens when you roll somebody. And literally the guy just said, do you have zero tolerance for thoughts? And I was like, so thoughts, I did not know. This is another example of the fact that I'm old. T-H-O-T thought? Yeah, T-H-O-T. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. what it was, so I had to look it up. Apparently it means, that for, hoe, means that hoe over there. Yeah, that hoe over there. I was like... I had to look it up, and then I just replied to him. I said, <laughs> yes. And he just replied saying, good. That's that's pretty funny. The, I love the story even more by the fact that you had to look it up what thought means. <laughs> that I, makes the story just a little bit better. I am too old, because I was asking the people I was playing with, I was like, what does is, what is THOT mean? Like, I don't know. I'm like, I need to Google this. I need to go to Urban Dictionary and figure out what a thought is. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but yeah, no, they, they shrunk his uh, his grenade size. So again, just like Hanzo, people actually have to learn how to aim now. But that's never been an issue with me. That, that means that I I can no longer play Junkrat, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I <laughs> like I had no issues. Like first match, that was literally the first match I played with him with the changes and pulling four mm-hmm. gold medals. I don't have a problem. I'm I'm really good with Junkrat. <laughs> Did you try out the new map? Yes, yes, I got it uh, once in rotation, and I checked it out a couple times in custom games. It's it's hard. It's hard to it's hard to actually win with that. Like it's it's people getting used to it. 
Um, I, I actually like that map a lot more than, as far as the playability goes, yeah. more than Horizon and Blizzard Land, because there's the uh, the top areas you can get to, there's all these like little nook and crannies. Yes. It doesn't feel like any choke point is too difficult to get to, or too impossible to defend, which is basically where you want to be. The, so hardest choke, the hardest choke point is right at the end. Um, it's yeah. very narrow, and it's, it's also yeah. very short, so it, you kind of get an advantage on both sides. Um... But yeah, once again, positive changes for Overwatch. I know people hate listening to us talk about it, so we'll just end it there. But um, I'm looking forward to the next hero, or whoever that might be, or whatever class that might be. I think um, I think it'll be an offensive hero now. Yeah, what you, I also, what's your bet? I also uh, am excited to see the symmetric changes, because they're switching her to a defensive, uh, yeah. defensive yeah. character instead of a support character. And now Anabuff's coming along, too, if you heard about that. No, I did not hear about the Anabuffs, but I'd like to see them because I've started toying around with her. I will play her every once in a while in a match. Uh, so. Right, she has right now 10 bullets in her chamber. Now she gets 14 before she has to reload. That means a lot. Okay. Because, yeah, when you, when you can't, you know, when you're reloading, you can't heal, you're vulnerable. So having less downtime for your heal efficiency, makes her healing go really, really uh, oh, up here. speaking of reloading, Lucio's changes were fucking huge. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with the wall riding, but the fact that right-click no longer takes ammo <laughs> is so nice. <laughs> yeah. So nice. Oh my god, like, I, I was still trying to reload the first couple times I played him. I'm like, oh, I don't have to reload. I don't have to reload that. Awesome. Yeah, it's just really good. I, I, love, I love me some Lucio. Uh, definitely my second favorite support to play for sure. So yeah, but uh, yeah, let's just you know let's just, let's just put it from move away from the Overwatch. We apologize for everybody that we piss off. Yeah, yeah, it's just the way it is. Like uh, I'm starting to get adjusted to the work, the hours that I have to deal with, and the things that I have to absorb before I can be like a functional member of the group. So once I do that and I have more energy, then I'll go back to my usual schedule of playing this and that. I did obviously still play some more games. I played Super Daryl Deluxe a little bit more yesterday, but I, I don't know, it's like one of those games that feels longer than I expected it to be. So I feel like I should see some more before I write the review. But at the same time, it feels like I'm only going to be able to play during the weekend. So I feel like I should get it out of the way at the same time. So it's a weird feeling, but hopefully a couple of weeks in, I'll, I'll feel better about you know everything that I need to do. And then I'll, I'll put more time towards uh, video games, which would be lovely. Yep. All right, so Wombat, did you play anything? Um, I played almost nothing. Alright. Um, unfortunately, the, it's been that kind of a week. I have a, uh, a lot of stuff going on at work, and then on top of that, I have a certification that I'm finalizing, and Ooh. I have to have it all done by the 19th of May, so, um... Sounds like I'm, you played yourself. I did play myself, that's true. I did play myself. Um, but, uh, I did play just a little bit more God of War... Um, I uh, probably an hour. Um, I did what what is a pretty awesome side quest that I won't uh, ruin or anything because I know I'll some people are like me and are very 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 early in the game. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean I'm still really really enjoying this game and I'm hoping that at some point I get some more time to put into it so I'm not just chipping away at it an hour at a time and. Um, just waiting to uh, uh, just waiting to slowly but surely chip my way through it, which is not how I want to play the game at all. So, 
Yeah, that's how it goes, man. Priorities, right? Yeah. Always, always getting in the way of gaming. Always getting in the way of gaming. So, um, you know, I, I downloaded the free uh, the free Xbox games. My son was super excited about Super Mega Baseball. Um, so I'm sure I'll play some of that. My son has... Uh, uh, has decided that since everyone at his school is playing Fortnite, he would like to try <laughs> to play Fortnite. I had to deal with that this so. week, too. So, we'll see. Uh, um, no, but, you play uh, good games in this house. Yeah. You will not play Fortnite. <laughs> Go back to well, playing Fort- Kirby. Fortnite is fine. It's, it's easy to make fun of because it's the most literally the most popular game right now. Right. But it's just an okay game. I played it. I, I'll give it another shot on PC at some point, but yeah, I don't hate on it. Yeah, they launched yeah. season four you, this you week. Get in, you get into Overwatch, we need a healer badge. <laughs> That's what you play. <laughs> the uh, uh, And then um, I actually I, I was able to, um, thanks to my Gamefly discount and some uh, coupons that I had earned through Gamefly, because yes, I'm one of the few people in the world that still subscribes to Gamefly, um, I was uh, able to buy um, Battlefront Two for six bucks, and I figured for six bucks, um, it's worth it just to have another Star Wars game in the library. And that game my was... son and I had a lot of fun with the first one. And now that I see they fixed a lot of stuff, yeah, uh, I figure uh, it's a good time to go back and give it a shot, especially for six bucks. So yeah, that, there's a that game is is a hell of a lot better than it was when it launched. <clears throat> That's what I've heard. So I'm gonna give it a shot and. Uh, uh, hopefully I enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first one. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Uh, I can wrap this up. I played some stuff I can't talk about. I'm playing Raging Justice, <clears throat> which is the, what, uh, street, what is that? the Streets of Rage. Like, Ooh, it, wait, it, they made a new Streets of Rage game? It's not officially Streets of Rage, but it's like... Everything about it feels like Streets of Rage kind of thing. Oh, hold on. Tell me the name again. Raging Justice, published by Team 17, will be out this week. Raging Justice. Oh, God, this game looks so ugly. Yeah, so I'm playing that. Uh, Is it 3D models? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also picked up. Uh, I finally picked up Super Knight Riders that was on sale this week for like three dollars, um, and that thing is essentially like a hang-on clone, and it's pretty great. It's even got really good Super Hang-On style music for three bucks. It was totally worth it. Uh, I played a bunch of Super Mega Baseball Two. Mm-hmm. That game is fantastic. I can't believe it's free. <coughs> um. There's so much customization in that game that it's just insanity. Um, it is it what type of ba- like? Is it more of an arcadey baseball? Yes. It's super arcadey. Yeah, super if it's anything like the first one, it's super like it's super arcadey. I have, I, have a, I have a question. This is this is weird. I don't know if anybody will have played it. Does, did anybody ever play a game called Super Baseball Simulator 1000 on the Super Nintendo? Yes. Is it like that in terms of arcadiness? I suppose, I I guess yeah. It's just like it's it's over the top. Yeah, it's over the top. I need to get this. I'm actually going to add that right now. Big tree trunk dudes, you know, really big old heads. Yeah, real fast paced. So so 90s baseball is what you're saying. Everybody's roided. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, there's a there's a a super amount of customization. Like you can create your own teams, your own players. 
Uh, you I can mean, edit your emblems. Um, you know, change your colors. Like, there's just so much stuff you can customize in this game. It's got every mode you can think of. It's got you know, single games, playoff games, season oh. games. <clears throat> the they added online for this one, which was a big thing because the first game didn't have it. So that was a big addition to this version of the game. It like thirty bucks is a really good price for this game. Free is insane. Like there it is, looks nice. Yeah, I there's literally no reason not to play this game if you've got gold. So yeah, all right. Uh, I also downloaded Aquamoto Racing Utopia, which finally came to the Xbox One. That game is still kind of neat. It's a Wave Race clone. Um, still has the same issues it had on PS4, which I think is weird because that game came out on PS4 like a year and a half ago. So that kind of bothers me that the issues are still there. I thought they'd be cleaned up by now. Uh, I finally started the Resident Evil DLC. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, which one did you start with? I started the Chris one. Because I just I just wanted to kind of be casual, and that's kind of more like a shooter than the regular Resident Evil. Uh, I have not played that game since they patched it for the X. Mm-hmm. That game looked really good on the regular Xbox. Holy fucking balls! It looks amazing on the X in 4K. Like just some of the texture work in that game is insane. That game looks so good. I'm really excited to play some more of that. Uh, well, how far did you get in the, the Chris campaign? I only played for like 45 minutes. So uh, okay. I'm just getting started. I think I got to the first save point, which was after you find the two guys. Um, and then you get the upgraded uh, mask. Man, I'm really curious about where Resident Evil is going to go after 7, man. Yeah. yeah really it's, curious. It's I'm a, curious to know when we're getting the remake of 2. Uh, <laughs> keeps, E3 is coming up soon. I guess I'm we can hoping. Hopes on there. We got a lot of E3 rumors to talk about later. I don't know. I'm interested. So, okay. If, if, okay. if there's some of the ones I read, there are some that I'm like, that's not happening. Well, no, 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 no. There's some stupid, ridiculous things that you just don't follow, but then there's some really neat ones. Okay. Um, I haven't been too, too into it. Um, while we're talking about purchases, I, I was like, you know what, I'm going to purchase... Well, it's still on the store because uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze was removed from the Wii U store, apparently. Yes, it was. Um, I was like... I'm going to go get the DLC for uh, Smash Brothers, and I looked at the price, and I do know, I have like 50-something dollars on my Nintendo account, and this is all Canadian money, so realize it's probably pennies for you, but um, I, I can't believe how much shit they want, like how much money they want for the character pack and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, never mind. Yeah, that game... I don't like this game enough. That game was one of those things, like, when they started doing the DLC, I'm like, I don't play this enough to buy the DLC. Yeah, no. And then, towards the end of the life cycle of the Wii U, I was like, well, maybe if they do, like, a Game of the Year edition that has everything in it, I'll buy that. And they never did it. And now, from what I hear, this new Smash is a new game. It's not the the Wii U version. I'm like, well... Guess I'll never play as Bayonetta and Cloud Strife and Yeah, that's yeah. I just couldn't believe how much it like so I have fifty dollars sitting in my account and I'm looking at the characters and I'm like, this isn't even enough to cover all the characters, so uh, because I'm looking at the three D S I have it on three D S and Wii U and I'm like, Well I'm not gonna buy it for just one console and it's like seventy bucks Canadian, I think, for all the characters and I went, Well, this isn't happening. Yeah, they, I'd rather buy new games at this point. Yeah, that's that DLC was super expensive, and it's because Nintendo knows they could charge for it. It's just yeah. But speaking of Donkey Kong, I played a bunch of that. Uh, are you able to talk about it yet? Yeah, it came out Friday. 
Okay. So, any difference between this version and the Wii U run? Yeah, so the biggest difference between the Wii U version and this one is the addition of Funky Kong. <laughs> Start featuring Dante from Devil May Cry and <laughs> so Knuckles. Who the, who the heck is Funky Kong? Funky exactly? Kong is just another member of the Kong family. You know, there's there's lots of them. He's the cool uh, one. He's got yeah, he's, cool he's got one. a, a do rag and yeah. sunglasses, and he has a surfboard. So kind of like the guy from uh, uh, TNC. Yeah, surf surf industries. Yeah. 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 So, so like, he's basically Poochie from The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Rad. Um, so Funky Kong is essentially an easier mode for the game. If you've ever played Tropical Freeze, it's a great game. Super hard though. Like it's a very challenging platformer, and Funky Kong gives you three, uh, two extra hearts, so you end up with five instead of just three. Uh, he also is able to double jump and hover. Uh, he also can land on spikes because he has a surfboard. So if you land on the spikes, you do not instantly die. So he is basically an easier mode for the game. But yeah, no, that, I mean, it's, it's good that it's there. I mean, I think people were asking for it because, like you said, the original game was too hard for some people, right? Yeah, it's it's still hard. Like I played through the first island or the first world. Uh, in the new version with Funky Kong, just to kind of see how much easier it is, and I still died quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I like, think this is the fairer version, though, of... Like, it maintains a difficulty level still, to some extent, unlike the Mario answer to the problem of, like, difficulty spikes, where they just are like, and now you're invincible! Well, another... I, I think, oh, no, go ahead. I'm done, basically. Uh, I was just going to say, another thing they do, I noticed I died in a certain spot like four or five times, and it, they just go ahead and unlock the next level for you um, so that you can actually continue to play the game. But if you quit at that point, you lose your, your letters and your puzzle pieces that you have found. So huh. I never actually quit, but the level was unlocked if I if I decided to do that, which I thought was kind of cool. That is neat, yeah. But that that game is still just so good. It's... It's probably the best Donkey Kong game um, that I've played in I couldn't tell you how long. Like, it's probably my favorite. It's it's really good. It's like, if you remember when they announced that game, it was the game nobody wanted, because everybody wanted uh, Retro to go back to doing Metroid, and instead they announced they were doing another Donkey Kong. People got mad, but man, that game is still really good. I never got that impression. I always got the impression that it was too similar to the Donkey Kong Country Returns. That's what I always got the impression. Yeah. Like, that people were like, we just got one of these. Yeah, but it's okay when the other one's really good. Well, I think most people, like like the Wii U in general, I think most people thought it was just more of the... Like, it was the Tropical Freeze Switch version to the Wii U version, that the Wii U game was the just an updated version of Donkey Kong Country Returns. I think that was the problem with it, because I remember people wondering if it was a new game or not. Yeah, that's that's a pretty common theme. Which speaking no of, channel. yeah, which speaking of, I, I noticed an interesting trend. Like a lot of people talking about this week, like what's left from the Wii U that would finally get people who had one to just put that thing on ice. Um, well, Captain Toad is coming to 3DS. Well, Captain Toad already came to the Switch. Um, did he? Yeah. I, I, oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't realize that. I thought they were coming out later this year. I would say that uh, the Yoshi game has to come out. 
Wally uh, World already came out in the 3DS. Yeah, yeah but, but we need it on Switch. I, I thought you were talking oh. specifically about the Switch. Let's start, let's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, Switch. The, um, so, but the new Yoshi looks like it'll take the place of Wooly World, um, like Kirby, despite dude. the fact that Wooly World was tremendous. Um, what else of the I, Mario Maker on Switch? Yeah, I just don't know how you do it. Like, well, I mean, I guess you'd have to use the touch screen, but at the same time, then you don't get two screens. Yeah. My big one is Wind Waker HD. I, w- I want that. Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good point. <sighs> that's Yeah, I, but I feel like that's part of the just bring GameCube games to Switch. Yeah, but I Talk. mean, with, with the Neo Geo collection, the Sega Genesis collection, and the rumored, which we're going to hear about soon... The, the online with the the reworked Super Nintendo games. Are we really getting a virtual console at this point? Oh, I don't, I'm not saying virtual console. I'm just saying like what they did on the Wii when they took a bunch of GameCube games that had motion control to it. Just do a bunch of games like that. Release them at lower price points because it's done. You don't have to do a lot of work because it's already going to output better because it's all polygons. So just take those games and just configure controls to the Switch. But I mean, some of them have got issues, do, but, like, yeah. Do we need a virtual console when we're going to get the N64 Classic, and then the Wii Classic, and then the Wii U Classic, uh, and I, the Switch oh Classic? The, and the, the idea of a Wii Classic makes me cringe. Because it's only Wii Sports. <laughs> oh, come on, what about Galaxy? That's, that's really not fair. Galaxy we had a lot oh, no, I, I love I love the Wii. I have a bu- like. There's a bunch of games. No More Heroes is on the Wii, and I know uh-huh. that there's a PS3 version. I own that. I'm just saying, like, most people only have Infinity for... Like, if you get them the list, like, Wii Sports, I didn't really like it because it had motion control. Like, Zack and Wiki is one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. No one's no one talks about that other I, than like a very small group of people. I just want to know if we're going to get an N64 classic. Is the analog stick going to break? I, I need to know the answer. Yeah, that probably. <laughs> Son of that a bitch. thing's going to cost yeah. like a hundred and twenty dollars. In the analog stick's going to break off. Is it going to have the? Is it going to have like a miniature expansion pack that you have to push in? There's a um. They, if they were smart, and they aren't, so they wouldn't. If it's not their design, there's a new design uh, third party. Uh, N64 controller that looks like a GameCube controller. So it has a different analog stick on it. It's super nice. I have one. Uh, it cost me 40 bucks Canadian, so 20 bucks American plus shipping. Um, and uh, it's made by Retro Fighters. And uh, boy, I just want to throw every N64 controller against the wall because they're all crap in comparison to it. Just every analog stick's broken. The Z, Z trigger, Z trigger, Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the bottoms are broken. Uh, the A and B buttons stick on some of them. Like, just... Why is this so Sounds hard like you weren't you taking care of your controller, man. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know the, Z, the Z button... The Z button, the, the... They just... Like, the actual plastic piece under the button, because that has to be so long, snapped on some of them. Like, I can see inside the controller that it's broken at the, where the button is, because... You, you hit it in, and it, all it has to do is once fall off, and then you just keep pressing that button by accident, and it snaps eventually because you just keep bending it. They're not great controllers. They're, they're probably Nintendo's worst controller. How many people wrap the cord around in, a, in an X pattern? 
Uh, uh, I mean, I mean, that's about everybody, as far as I know. I, that's, that I don't was know how many my... times I wrapped up the controller, but probably. You know, you're not supposed to wrap up the controller. You're, you're not supposed right, to right. wrap you know, the controller support. cables, which I learned. You're um, not supposed to, but when your parents say, "Hey, clean up all this mess," <laughs> you look like trash in front of the TV. You ain't got no twisty ties. Yeah, you just you just wrap that shit around in an X pattern. Another uh, controller broke. I gotta sweet. buy another one. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking through my list of Wii U games, which is basically anything you'd actually want to own. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles X, maybe. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, uh, Sharp FE. Um, Smash Brothers is coming eventually. Mario Maker, and then uh, no one wants the Star Fox games. But uh, the only other game, and it's on PC now, so it would be Sonic Lost World. That'd be the one that from Sega that I think they might do. And then uh, Pikmin 3 and Paper Mario Color Splash, maybe the other two. Yeah. And, that, and basically everything else has been ported. And Pikmin 3 is so good. Yeah, there is a, I've, there's a I've never played much. a Pikmin game in my life. They're good. Oh, you did? No, never. They're it's good never, games. never seemed interesting to me. If you ever want to feel bad about things dying, <laughs> that's a game for you. Because you feel guilty about every time one of those... You're like, oh, I'm just going to have the, all they all drowned. Well, <laughs> that's my fault. Alright. <laughs> so let's talk about what is coming out this week. The lead into E3 is always an interesting time for game releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but May does have some big games, for sure. Uh, this week we get AO, which is adults only, international tennis... I'm kidding, it's not really adults only. I don't know what it stands for. Uh, Conan Exiles finally comes out of early access and is being released for Xbox One, PS4, and PC Final 1.0 version. So make you, you can make your dude with his big old... His big old floppy... Wang swanging. there's the wang in the console version. There is a patch in the UK for the Xbox One version that does full nudity. I don't know if they'll put it out over here. I like how whenever people talk about Conan Exiles, it's all about the, t- the like the the dick. It's never about anything. I don't even know how that game controls. I don't know if it's first person, Jay, third person, Jay, isometric. It's just a dick slider. That's it's all. It's got I a know. dick slider. I mean, yeah. come on. It's got a dick slider. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just I never even thought about that before. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what that game's like either. Exactly. I've it's, never seen the footage of that game in my life, it's but it's third, got a dick slider. It's I know a that. third person survival game, kind of like uh, uh, Ark. So every, like every other early access. A- exactly. Game in the world. It's it, it was the it was the theme before uh, Battle Royale. So, uh, Darkest Dungeon Ancestral Edition. Uh, Death Road. That's coming out this week. Yeah, I'm probably uh, probably physical release or. Something. Well, I have the physical release already. <laughs> of Ancestral Edition. Yeah, yeah. I oh, can okay. take a picture right now. It oh, came out on Switch Tuesday, I think, of last this? week, and then Friday was the PS4 release, oddly enough. Uh, I don't know. It's just listed here. Anyway, okay. uh, Death Road to Canada? Sure. Probably talked about that last week as well. Uh, Destiny 2 Warmind, the expansion for Destiny 2. Uh, Mega Dimension Neptunia VIIR. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> Uh, Abduction, the VR edition, which that's the Mist-like game. Yeah, that is Mist by the same people. By the makers of Mist comes another Mist game. Uh, Mist. T- Tacoma is finally coming to PS4, so that's cool. 
I did you play that game at all, Cam? I bought it and have never booted it up. I, <laughs> I it was one of those things I bought on sale and it was like I'll play mm-hmm. this at some point and just never got around to playing it. Yeah, I do want to play that game. Uh, That's by the uh, same people that did Gone Home, right? Yes, except it's in space. Yeah, that interests me a bit more. Uh, Through the Woods, which is the Nor the Norwegian like survival horror game where the woman lost her son or something like that. I think I saw a video about that game. Uh, Trailblazers, which is... Um, when I heard the description of this game, I was like, I gotta fucking play this because I've never heard such a description. They call it Wipeout mixed with Splatoon. Uh, this is... Who's this being... Uh, it's published by 505, I think. I don't five. remember who makes Gosh. it. But it looks like a Wipeout game where you developed Best name ever. Developed by Super Gunk, published by Rising Star. Oh, well, there you go. But so yes. wait, like Wipeout, like the racing game Wipeout, or yes. Wipeout, like the television No, show like the racing game. Uh-huh. So you, the racing uh-huh. game. You okay. have, like, uh, colors coming off the back of your cart, and they paint the track. And I think whoever paints the most track at the end of the race is the winner. I think that's how oh, this that's works. that's kind of neat. There was a Need for Speed game that did this. There was definitely a Tony Hawk game that did this. Need for Speed um, on the Wii. I can't remember what it was called. Nitro. Need for Speed Nitro was Wasn't the game. Wasn't that a Wii-only game or something? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, that and a DS version of it. Yeah. But I remember you painted the track with like your style thing. I thought, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, there's, there's always a game that gets credit for it. Uh, but there's always a game before it that got that did it before. Like, didn't Hellblade do a single shot camera? A single shot camera? Because or I was the, watching uh, the capturing of the facial. Stuff no, no, no. I was watching. No, like over the shoulder, like one the, shot, never cut to a third angle. Yeah, because like I was re- I was listening to an interview with Corey Barlog the other day, and he was talking about how he felt like the people at Ninja Blade, jokingly. The people at Ninja Blade had, like, their office Ninja, bugged. Ninja Theory. Yeah, sorry, Ninja Theory. They had their office bugged because they were also doing a single-shot camera, and I was like, <laughs> nobody ever gave Hellblade any credit for having a single-shot camera. I was like, did it? And then I remember playing through it, I was like, I think it did. So, that's always I, I interesting. Just, I looked up, just to make sure I didn't make a claim, uh, Need for Speed Nitro, what it did was, uh, it would paint the track to the lead the car's color. And style. Uh, so all the lines on the road changed. So it's not the same at all. But it, I was like, I remember pa- like hearing about having to paint the track in a Need for Speed game. But no, this is much more interesting. I remember Tony Hawk did it where wherever you did the biggest trick. Yeah, it, graffiti mode or whatever. Yeah, wasn't that in, was that in American Wasteland? I think it was. Yeah, because you could customize your graffiti. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't. I get all the Tony Hawks mixed up. Yeah, after three, they kind of just all meld together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sub area. I don't know what that is. Uh, Laser League. Which Laser League? That's. Uh, I know Anthony and Drew are playing that. Also, if you have Game Pass, that game is free on Xbox. Yeah. Oh, what really? Yeah. If you have Game Pass, that game is free when it launches. I would. No, they can't. I can't <laughs> review it, but I would suggest looking into that if you have Game Pass. It's not something you'd. I'd, I would say don't skip that because you're already paying for Game Pass and it's a free download and it's visually it's interesting from what I have seen of it. 
It's all, hey. listen, it's in early access on PC, so they can really... Talking around yeah. embargoes is always an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ace of Seafood. Alright. Uh, Hyper Sentinel. That's another game coming out this week. Uh, Shantae, Half Genie Hero Ultimate Edition. They sent me a code for this a couple weeks ago. I was like, how am I supposed to review this? We've already reviewed the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it basically just has all the Bell DLC piece, in it. DLC. Uh, also, interesting for Xbox One owners, it is a separate set of achievements. So there you go. You can go get achievements oh, again. Really? So fancy, fancy. Uh, Inksplosion. Because sure, why not? Right? Inksplosion. Inksplosion. I don't know. Hey, the 3DS has a game coming out this week. Finally! It's Up, up, up Bot. What? This is what it's called. Up, up, bot. <laughs> up, up, bot? Up, up, bot. For new... Oh, it's a new Nintendo 3DS system only. Oh, fancy. Okay, I'm looking at it. I don't know what makes it for... <laughs> there's a there's a lot of games like that. When you go to the only for N3DS section of the eShop, there's a bunch of games, and they some of them are just like pixel art, really low-res stuff. Oh, this is only that, for it. that. This is that. <laughs> this is That's what I mean. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, Xenoblade Chronicles being new 3DS only? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Hyrule... Well, no. Hyrule Warriors Hyrule can play, is... technically, yeah. on the regular one, but you shouldn't. No. I can run Crisis on my phone somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. You can see You can see a nice gif of it over time. So it <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this, this is how it goes. Uh, Raging Justice is also out this week, and then the Switch barrage of indie games continues with uh, Death Road to Canada, which we already talked about, Shantae, uh, Neo Geo Super Sidekicks 2, uh, Garage, uh, The Immortal Redneck, uh, Suicide Guy, Super Chariot, The Fall, Three-Fourths Home. Did you say there's a game called Suicide Guy? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Also, One Piece Pirate Warriors 3 Deluxe Edition is hitting the Switch this week as well. Is that the one I reviewed, or the one that's I, I don't fucking know. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of those games. There's a lot of those games. I lose track of them. Uh, Alright, PC games for the week. I got the game of the year right here. Oh, oh yeah, let's hear it. Fidget Spinner Simulator 2018, baby. We wow. as society <laughs> just need to give up. <laughs> we, we fucked <laughs> this up. This is uh, fidget spinner. We I'm looking it up to see what makes a difference. Spinner simulator, right? Fidget spinner simulator 2018. Not even up on. It's not even up on Steam yet. Oh man, the Steam store. All right, I'm just gonna rattle off some of these. This is just fucking ridiculous. We've got AIK's Cheese Adventures. There's that one. Uh, we've got Egg Time 2, which means there was an Egg Time. Uh, we've got Let's Go Nuts! <laughs> Let's Go Nuts! <laughs> uh, we've got uh, Save Her from Dreams, because of course we do. And finally, the most original name of a video game ever, Woodstock, colon, 1969. Nice. There's a video game about Woodstock? There's a video. Basically, you just flop around in the mud and do LSD. And that is, it is a. <coughs> it is. It has sexual content. It is an adventure indie casual 2D game. 
from Star Novel Studio. Visual novel with sexy content. Drastic story that will branch according to your... And then, for some reason, in quotations, they wrote, Choice. Choice. Surprising ending... Steam achievements. My favorite part of this is it says visual novel with sexy content semicolon and it finishes every every sentence with a semicolon and then it says steam achievements period. Yeah. Woodstock. Steam uh, hyphen was a music festival in the United States in 1969, which attracted an audience of more than 400,000 people, scheduled for August 15th to 17th on a dairy farm in Catskills Mountains of southern New York State. In this novella, great. You will learn how one concert changed the whole life of the main character, Kathy. Make a choice for her and change the fate of Kathy. Wow. <laughs> Take out your boob, press A. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> My favorite part is when looking at the characters, they're all super anime, which just <laughs> feels out of place in comparison to like what's obviously just Photoshop like shots of Woodstock in a tent. Oh, a very modern-looking tent, by the way. Everybody oh. can make a video game now. What was it? Uh, what was the tweet that got a lot of com- conversation this week? Which was uh, uh, Radical Heights. Uh, one of the Xbox guys congratulated Cliffy B on it, and he replied by saying, "We want it on Xbox." And then the Xbox guy replied and said, "Anybody can publish on Xbox, even a teenager." <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Like, is that verbatim? It was something similar to that. I would have to look up the exact tweet, but he, he said it's What easy. happened between Xbox and Cliffy, man? They used to be tight. Uh, he replied later saying that Cliffy knows that I'm just, I'm speaking. He was like, it was not a slight against Cliffy B. And I was like, alright, that's funny though. Oh, man. Radical Heights, from what I hear, has gone way down on the player count since uh, that no, first big week. Not- I yeah. don't believe that. So it doesn't seem like that. There it is. Oh god, Mike. Yeah, Mike Yabera. It's pretty easy to publish on Xbox. Teenagers do it in the creators program. <laughs> okay, yeah. If you put it that way, then um, it's, it's it's a little bit better. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people really got on behind <laughs> that tweet. So there's that. Uh, but you know, it doesn't matter. Radical Heights is going to drop because you know. Let's jump right in the news. Fortnite season four is here, mm. and uh, they added sprays. So Jay, we can get in now. Yeah, I mean it's just there. just like Overwatch now. They got sprays. So yeah, that's 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 all that's been missing, man. Just the sprays. So how many like masterfully animated CG trailers have they put out for their story arc so far? I have no clue. At least, at least twelve so far. At least right? twelve. So that's, I mean, it's that, a, that's good. That's they're, they're getting. They're getting there. It's they're a very important there. story about a hundred people on an island. <laughs> I mean, I wonder how you could do a story mode for that because it does have a, it a has, component where you do the you know the whole save the world business. Yeah, right? I mean, so. they don't even call that Fortnite anymore. You notice the branding change on that. It's not called Fortnite. It's called Save the World. Yeah, yeah. It's they don't want to mistake it with their gold mine. I think the best <laughs> line I heard about that version is somebody mentioned it on a podcast this week, and the response was, oh yeah, that mode I accidentally booted into once. Because <laughs> <laughs> you get a choice when the game boots up which version you want to play. Uh, Destiny 2 uh, has a new mode that they said, quote, will be a new style of play for FPS games. Mm. That's in the expansion. You know something we did? Loads up Call of Duty for you. <laughs> yeah, kind of. 
Um, oh, wow, that probably shouldn't be there. Oh, okay, sorry. There's a picture of the Avengers Infinity War poster with kind of a spoiler on it, and I was like, oh, okay, that probably shouldn't be there. Um, you got news about the MPDs from March, uh, Ken? I thought we talked about that last week. Didn't we talk about Sea of Thieves being the number two selling game? We did, but we forgot to mention that two. Labo did not make the list in the top twenty. Labo came out in April. No, I yeah, I meant I meant the April. MPD did the April's MPDs don't come out till the fifteenth? I thought they were released on the fifteenth of the uh, following month. People, there were already articles talking about how uh, was it the Labo variety kit made like twenty fifth on MPD. And the robot kit didn't make it like top fifty. Those have got to be incorrect because MPD numbers don't come out till the fifteenth. It's always an event. Are you sure? Because I yeah. I saw two articles saying similar things. Yeah, on M- M4G. M- I don't, it, I don't well, know. there's your problem. Somebody probably just posted some fake news. Well, it's just very possible. Sure. God damn it! I said it, didn't I? Fuck. Hey. You said it all ironically, which uh, means <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, I I, I truthfully just. You know, just litmus testing. Everywhere mm-hmm. I've been has had labos. Like they're not hard to get. Like I saw them at Best Buy, saw them at Walmart, I saw them at GameStop. I've seen them everywhere. So it doesn't seem to be selling out compared to what you know usual fad of Nintendo stuff usually does. So yeah, I kind of expected mm-hmm. it to pick up, and it, I guess uh, I mean I, I can understand parents' concern. It's like if you told me you wanted me to spend eighty dollars on cardboard, I'd be like, you fucking high. Um, but also the fact that you know these articles are coming out saying these things take like four to six hours to build. Yeah, mm-hmm. who has time for that? You know. But, yeah, but I think there's part of it where, like, I mentioned this, um, I think last week, where people are upset, like the games are still coming to 3ds, and I'd argue that that's because people are still buying those for kids. It's hard to justify 400. Well, it's 400 in Canada, so 300 in the U.S. I believe for a Switch. And then $80 on top of it with something that does take two plus hours to build and kind of needs a parent involved because some of that stuff is more complex. But, like, that's a lot of money to put together, like, to put something together. Like, it's already a lot of money up front for a console that could be broken, etc. Like, it's the most expensive handheld yet. And I know why it is. It's the most powerful one that Nintendo's put out. But... Like, if you can walk into a store and easily replace a 3DS, because it's only, or 2DS, I should say, because it's only 100 bucks. like, I think that's where parents are spending their money still, for kids. Yeah, 3DSs uh, are still selling pretty well. And uh, I think my misunderstanding was that I think they were talking about the first week sales instead of oh. the month sale. So things are still selling. So the launch week is obviously very important for any kind of product. So they're talking about it, how it's kind of underwhelming as compared to games like Far Cry 5, which are still selling very well, uh, even you know, even so many weeks after its launch. So I think that's what the articles are talking about. So I think the numbers were probably somewhat accurate, at least to some degree, for the first week. But the, the actual appeal for Labo doesn't seem to be kicking in. And the reason why I bring that up is because whenever something that I'm personally not interested in is um, is brought to the limelight, I'm always curious about how it's going to perform because I don't know about the audience of something uh, outside until I start seeing numbers. So I was curious about how well it would do. Maybe it's like the new, new big thing, but it doesn't seem like this is in the, this particular thing is like you know the lightning in the bottle that Nintendo has you know so many times harnessed 
repeatedly time and time again. So wow. interesting. I know that my son wants it desperately for his birthday, but are you going to get it for him? Uh, I don't know yet. Do you want no, to build stuff? He, he's got to be a good guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got to be gotta, good. I'd also, argue, I'd also argue that there's no Nintendo branding to any of this stuff, right? I bet if you were making Mario paper crafts and stuff, like, you'd have a lot more people buying it just because it's got Mario branding. Like, it's all it's all generic stuff, right? It's a piano. It is a robot. It, it's all these things that are very generic, and I understand why, because they want to inspire creativity. But most people go to Nintendo for Nintendo brands. Yeah, I think that you bring up a really good point if they start putting out, like, Zelda-related experiences using Labo, Mario-related experiences. I think you'd have a much better... Um, reaction from the the fans out there because let's say you own a switch right you're already a fan that you know basically already proves that you like these property so having them tied into the things that you're building would actually uh you know bump up their i guess their appeal to a to higher level give me a master sword and a helium shield. Nah. I... yes yes do do skyward sword again right yeah but have the master sword cardboard i would i'll be down for that i probably that <laughs> So, I have to caveat this next piece of news. It's all over the internet, but I'm going to ask just to be respectful in this conversation. Has everybody watched the Red Dead 2 trailer? Yes. I haven't, but I don't particularly care that much. Yes, I've, I've, I've seen some screenshots of it. Okay. But I'm not like... I, I haven't... I'll be, okay, so I haven't played the first one. Okay. Well, one of the big things that people have been talking about Red Dead 2 is like, how does it tie into the first game? Yep. Obviously, it's a prequel. Yep. Now uh, we know. And now we yeah. know for sure that uh, we're going to figure out where those scars came from on Mr. Marston's face. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk yeah. about. Yeah, he is in the trailer. Uh, I have to say that game looks fucking dynamite. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh, my God. Looks really good. Oh, and if there's a game that can overthrow God of War as the best game of 2018, that's mm. probably the one. <laughs> Yeah, that seems like the, the, the front runner to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of God of War, it is now officially the fastest selling PlayStation 4 exclusive, uh, selling more than 3 million copies in its first three days. Well, well deserved. Props yes, to Santa is. Monica. They, they put in the work. They deserve all the praise that they. Oh, Ken, by the way, I was watching uh, NBA Finals yesterday. They had a commercial for God of War. Yep. Our, lo- our our logo wasn't the in the thing. <laughs> did you get the uh did you get an email for that? Uh yeah, they they asked me about that. That's uh Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I was like, "Ah, ZTGD right there. It's the game from you." We own television. Uh, we're on TV. <laughs> and then we're forgotten about. Yeah, nobody um. even saw it. It was too fast. <laughs> uh Tomb Raider has been inducted to the Video Game Hall of Fame alongside uh, there are four games. The next four inductees have been revealed into the Video Game Hall of Fame for sales, lifetime sales. Final Fantasy VII, Space War, Tomb Raider, and John Madden Football. <laughs> Space War, you say? Space War. Uh, what is that, like an Atari game or something? Looks like a PC game. Uh, Apparently, I've never heard of that. that. Yeah, I didn't either. That's the only one on the list I hadn't heard of. Uh, some E3 rumblings. Uh, Remedy's new game is set to debut at E3, and it will not be exclusive. It is Good. on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. They've made that very clear for almost a year now, I swear they have. That they, they have. were done with Xbox. But they have not specifically said that they were going to show it at E3, and now they are. Oh, that? No. 
But like, I heard, I saw a rumor yesterday. That it's like I heard, somebody was like, I heard a rumor that they're working on uh, Quantum Break two. No, they're not. No, they're no, not they're working. absolutely not. The only the At only all. way that would happen is if Microsoft owns the IP and they're having another team develop it, which is entirely possible. But if that, I figure if they're gonna pull up one of the Remedy IPs, they're doing Alan Wake because that has way more of a fan base than Quantum Break ever. Did. Yeah, yeah. I just got a text message from Drew, and you told me to say Remedy is a traitor. So, that's true. <laughs> uh, also, another rumor floating around is that Microsoft has been talking about getting a lot of more Japanese games onto the Xbox One, and a really strong rumor floating around right now is that Near Automata Game of the Year Edition is set to be announced very soon. I'm and not sure what they'll add. Uh, all the DLC that came out. Uh, and one. it will be on Xbox One. That's Good. nice. Good. Always, always nice to hear. It. Yeah, always nice to hear really good games being... Um, Playable before you know more people. It's been a Fair year. The last year. Yeah, it's been a year since that game hit. So it seems like Sony usually pays for about a year exclusivity. So that would make perfect sense to announce it now. And uh, you know that game's gonna look really nice on the X scan. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, looking yeah. forward to playing some more of that game. Mm-hmm. I I just found the trailer that has uh, Ken's quote in it. <laughs> oh, for the for God, God of War. War. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Taki was revealed for Soul Calibur Six. Iconic character for Soul yeah, Calibur. I mean, we knew she had to be in it, right? I mean, you yeah, she's she's like Ken. Yeah, you can't make a you can't make a Soul Calibur game without Taki. Without yeah, without her boobs. It's yeah. like it's like making a Soul Calibur Calibur game without like uh, Nightmare. Yeah. Mm. Um. Or Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu. <laughs> I just want to play as fucking Geralt of Rivia and Soul Calibur, yeah. man. That's so cool. I've already got a pre-order just because. Oh, of that. nice, dude. Did you get the cheap pre-order that went up this weekend? Yep, forty-six bucks. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Never happened. But I mean, it's not. I mean, for me, it's not that big a deal because I have Amazon Prime anyway. So all the new games, <laughs> when you pre-order them, you get twenty percent off. Yeah, so, I'm canceling. Yeah, it's about the about the same as normal. I'm canceling my Prime after they announced that price increase. I just don't use yeah, it that much. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty if you don't far. if you don't use a bunch of the services like I do, I think um, you should reevaluate whether or not you use it enough. Yeah, I use Best Buy for my video games because you get twenty percent off yeah, even if yeah, you yeah. don't pre-order. So that's kind of huge for me. But yeah, the the shipping. I don't think I save one hundred and thirty dollars in shipping a year, and I don't use Prime Video. So. Um, okay, something that I did actually is I I contemplated the same thing where right? I said like how many things do I actually buy and get shipped from Amazon a year? So I'm back to I went back to 2017 to see how many things I bought from Amazon to see if the the two day shipping was worth it, and it turned out to be something like 59 things that I bought in 2017 on Amazon. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm getting my value out of this. So if you don't if you're buying like five or six things, probably. If we consider and, and you're not using the other services like the instant video and the music and all the all the other stuff. Yeah, no, I don't use any of that stuff. And, yeah, and yeah. truthfully, so many of those shippers will ship stuff for free as long as you don't want it in two days. Mm-hmm. And I'm never in a hurry, so I'm always in a hurry. <laughs> What's everybody getting uh, Soul Calibur on? I, I buy everything on Xbox just because that's um, me. PlayStation. PlayStation as well. Uh, then I'm getting a PlayStation. Yeah, see, right. I just, I, that's fine because I don't play with you guys anymore. Anthony, you've never played a fighting game against me, have you? No, I know I'm going to get decimated. I'm I was going to say you should probably just get it on Xbox. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you no, never I, know, man. You never know. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I know I'm, I know I'm bad. 
I, I think I think I'm, I'm I'm fully aware of that. I just if if there's a if there there's two fighting games that I have a lot of love for. Um, well, I like Injustice a lot. So okay, I guess three. Oh, nice. But uh, Virtua Fighter is my favorite um, because I have a Sega Saturn and that was my first fighting game. And then uh, it's Soul Calibur. I own Soul Calibur on Dreamcast. I own two on uh, GameCube, three as only PS2, and then um, I own the special edition of four on Xbox 360, and then special edition of five. I think your house is getting mugged. Your dog. Yeah, I know. I'm about to uh, deal with that. Um, And I own special edition of five on PS3. So nice. You can play Virtua Fighter. You can play Virtua Fighter in Yakuza Six. It's kind of weird. I know I can. Cool game. Online I also bought Virtual Fighter 2 just for Xbox One backwards compatibility. Cause, yeah. You own Dead or Alive 5 with all the, the Virtual Fighter characters in it? I'm yeah. not a traitor to my series. Oh. Well, did you know that Dead or Alive was a much better game than Tekken, though? It's yeah, got I this mean, really good soundtrack, and you should like play you Dead or Alive you instead of Tekken. You're right, it's better than Tekken. Don't, 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 what's, the, what's, what's the kids do on Twitter? Don't at me, bro. Is that what they do? I'm adding you as hard as I can <laughs> on this very podcast because Dead or Alive is so much, uh, so much worse than. It's Tekken. so much better than Tekken. Don't don't at me, bro. Uh, Strange Brigade. Did we talk about that last week? It got a release date August. I think we talked about that. Uh, I don't need to me. Okay. Um, I'm back. Sorry, I had to deal with someone at the door. Don't at me. Yeah. I think. Don't at me. It's a slow news week. It really is. Um, it's, it's always time for all the rumors to start and spread, and they're all wrong. Well, the most oh, yeah. we'll get the rumors for a couple weeks, and then two weeks before E3, all the stuff that people want to announce that's not going to be big enough for E3 will hit. And um, usually that's my favorite time, because that's where all the games I want to see are. Yeah, I kind of expect the near announcement. I expect the Xenosaga uh, trilogy. Oh, near might make... I, I, just because of how well Nier did, I mean, they might put that on E3. If stage. they did it at E3, it would be on Xbox's stage, like, oh my god, it's on Xbox. That would yeah. be the only place it would make an impact, because a Game of the Year edition on the PS4 stage doesn't really hold a lot of water. No, no, that's like, PS4... No, I'm not saying, doesn't Square Enix do their own stage? No, Sometimes? not anymore. They stopped, um, anymore? Oh, they yeah. stopped doing it since, like, 2015, they stopped Okay, doing that it. was, yeah, that was the last time I actually cared to watch, so, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a final release date instead of a year for uh, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 3. It's, as long as it's not getting delayed again. Because they say 2018, their latest trailer. And 2018 is, is coming hard and fast, Squaresoft. You better you better start printing out a date sooner than later. That game's not coming out this year. I think it will. It's not coming out this year. I have no stake in the matter because I don't care about Kingdom Hearts. But I know but there's the so many people that do. Story is so I, I, you know, it's story. a very simple and clean story. I get that. Say what but, you, you know. want about that game. I played the what is it the the one that's in the engine with the the girl. Like Drew would know all uh, this stuff. Yeah. Zero point eight. I don't know what it's called. But I, log chapter X. All I know is that it was a fun video over game. Five. Seventeen, yeah, that one. Yeah, the new one. I don't know. It's it's only like two hours long, but you know what? It was a good. It's a fun video game. Anyway, that's all the news. But I do have an email. email. Uh, I thought you were gonna go over some rumors and stuff. You got. We talked about near, and we talked about. Oh, that's it. I thought I thought you had something one. like major. There was another. I'm one. looking at M4G. They say 
Grand Theft, I mean, uh, Grand Turismo 7 was just leaked by GameStop. Is that a thing? Uh, just stop reading. I, stop reading <laughs> this, those things. I'm sorry. This, stop. It's on the I website. Saw that. I saw We're that. affiliated. You gotta look. You gotta look at where it's coming <laughs> from because if we don't moderate that stuff. People just run that shit. I, you know. I'll comment on that. I saw that. That I hate to be like this, but it looks like a shop. It's yeah, so much possible. stuff is a shop. Like yeah, it, I can tell you specifically why though. The seven is very thin on that. And I was like, that doesn't look like it's right. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe a graphic designer decided to just call it a day, but it seems off to me. I think um, somebody tweeted out the other day, where do you get most of your game news from? And I think the most popular response and the most obvious and clear winner is Twitter. (laughs) Because if you follow the right people that you can trust that don't just post shit... <laughs> then you know that if you see something from them, it's probably got some weight to it. Right. I like Wario sixty four. Yes. He's got a lot of great deals and stuff. But I think he's he a machine, posts, right? Yeah, yeah. He's he's a machine. There's no way there's a human being behind that. It's an AI. But um, he posts things too quickly that oftentimes he doesn't actually verify a lot of the information that he gets, and he has to double back. But he always does double back and correct himself when yep. it's found out, which I appreciate. It's something that not not everyone does, but you have to if you're in the position like that when you have like a million followers. I, and, and yeah, he is... I mean, yeah, he's worth it just for the sales yeah. stuff yeah. that he posts. And, and I, I, I actually had to stop following people on Twitter uh, because they'd be like, and this is happening. And then, like, sure, like three out of like six or whatever rumors that they... But I'm like, you know, what about the three that you got wrong type of thing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's you the problem. Like, a lot of people just keep, sp- like, and I'm like, what about all the stuff you got wrong? Like, sure, you, you were right a couple times, but then what about all this stuff that it's like, well, it's just not happening now. It's like, sure, that's it. I, I, I hate those people happening. that uh, make predictions that are quote-unquote industry experts. Yeah. And they're like, Red Dead Redemption is going to sell well. Wow, what a prediction. And then they make wild predictions. It doesn't come out to be true. And then their defenders be like, well, he was right about the Red Dead selling. It's like, yeah, of course he was right. That's one of the most obvious things you can say. I'm talking more about like before the Switch came out, um, when it was still the NX, I was following people and they were making assumptions. And I was into it at that time. But then it was like, I just started realizing, like, this stuff kind of like contradicts stuff you said earlier. And like, Sure, they got definitely some of it right, but like, at some point you had to be right. You couldn't have been more wrong, <laughs> you know. Like your predictions, like everybody's right. If you like, eventually you do win something. Are you talking about the the broken watch? Is also always you know. Yeah, like, you know, like okay. yeah, yeah. It's it's that, that's a bit cheesy, but yes, I didn't want to say that exact way, but yeah, it's like. So I had to stop following rumor stuff. I generally, if it shows up on Reddit, I look at it for a quick second, and that's how I found out about the Gran Turismo rumor. But I like looked at it, and I'm pretty close with the video game store near me, and no, I have not heard anything about that either. Which, by like, the way, if we if we're going by rumors that have been floating around for a while, how about uh, Microsoft buying Sega? That one seems to pop up yeah. right now and then. Yeah, that's happening, right? Well, that's I, what I don't understand is that uh, that would never happen, and anybody that thinks that's crazy, because Sega is 
owned by Sammy. Yeah, Sammy, Sammy owns. Yeah, uh, Sammy owns Sega, and then I think Sega owns Atlas. I think that's how that works. Yes, and like, it's not just like Sega is a corporate entity of its own. It is linked to a bunch of stuff, and then Deep Silver used to publish all the Sega stuff in. Europe. Europe. I don't know yeah. what the case about that is now, but like, if well, you Deep, look Silver, at Yakuza, Deep Silver, Deep Silver just got bought by. Uh, yeah, and I don't know how that's happening, but they used to like if you buy a version of Yakuza, uh, Kiwami or Zero from the UK, they have a Deep Silver logo on there, which just taints the cover, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's it like there's a lot of stuff <laughs> with Sega that there's no way they were buying Sega at any point in time. No. Uh, speaking of Wario, he just tweeted that Jumanji's on sale for fourteen ninety nine. If you haven't seen that is movie, it, is that movie good? It's actually pretty good. I watched it last night. It's um, it's, it's okay. It's whoever worth watching once, if you, you know, whoever board. wrote it had some good choices in video games that the kids were playing. I'll say that they were playing uh, Twisted Metal two and uh, Street Fighter. Huh. But uh, no, that's a. It's a. If you like The Rock, you're probably gonna like that movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's it's one of those movies. Uh, the video game references were kind of clever. I still think that the penis jokes from Jack Black were the funniest things. Because he's supposed to be a girl trapped in Jack Black's body. But that that part made me laugh, kind of hard. Anyway, anybody still there? Yeah, I'm listening. I, I, I don't remember because I I saw it in the theaters. So it was a while ago. Oh, okay, okay. You used the words penis and Jack Black <laughs> three seconds of each other. I did, which actually activated my auto reboot <laughs> sequence. <laughs> You're like a sleeper cell. And it's, yeah, it's, the, it's the control alt delete combination. <laughs> right. Essentially, um, my brain turned off as a defensive mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like going going reboot. <laughs> All right, we got an email from Michael. <clears throat> it's titled "I'm Still Here." Uh, hey guys, writing this on Monday morning before y'all published. So I'm guessing this is being read a week late, but I think the content will still be relevant. But anyway, God of War is excellent. Been jo- been enjoying every moment. Super recommend it. Played the Detroit Become Human demo last night, and I'm very excited to jump into that at the end of the month. What are y'all's feelings on Detroit? I think I haven't played the demo. I, I downloaded think, I think it. Jay said his last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I haven't played the demo, so yeah, I downloaded. It, I haven't played it. Uh, and here, how often do we get this question, Ryan? Also, who wrote the same and same your open sang your opening jingle? Man, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be our friend the Boogeyman. Yes, he wrote that many, many years ago. <laughs> many, many, many years. How ago. many years are we talking about? I, I went back to episodes from like God, was it twenty fourteen, maybe twenty thirteen? Oh yeah, but I think well, it, it's actually a remake of the original song that he did. Yes, uh, he changed the names around after we had some some different people on the show. Yeah, it's, so it's still very out of date. <laughs> Yeah, it's still very out of date. <laughs> I'll have to ask Boogeyman to write us a new one. Yeah, we need we kind of need a new song because um, uh, a couple of those people ain't here no more. You're yeah. around when that song was relevant, right, Ryan? Ryan's been here since the beginning, baby. Yeah, it, there you go. We we started this show in my living room. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
It was uh, it was the four. The me and Ryan are the only two originals left. I do have a question. Do I hear Ryan's voice at the intro? Yes, I thought so. Yep. Uh, you also hear it in the end song. Uh, the the uh, echoed killed the dragon. And I killed the dragon, dragon, dragon. <laughs> uh, he said, thanks guys, and belated congrats on 500. God, that was two weeks, two, like, 14 weeks ago? <laughs> well, uh, that's why he said belated. Uh, I will add one more thing about Detroit, is that I wish the demo was the part with the girl android, and not the thing that we've seen, like, five times in a row. The the thing that we saw the uh, the one where you're having the the negotiator thing, I think people are not excited to check it out because they've seen that like years ago and they they've seen it played live on stage as well during one of their conferences. So it's one of those things. It's like yeah, you've seen it, you've seen it played. What's the big deal if you get to play it that much? You know, because it's it's a very story driven game. But if you were to have gone towards the, I think her name is Kara. If you were to have been able to play that section instead, I think a lot more people would have been interested to at least download and check it out. I think um, that was a bit of a mistake. Um, maybe there's a contextual reason for that. Uh, maybe it's too spoilery. Maybe that's how the game opens up, and you don't want to kind of spoil the very first mission of the game uh, before people play it. Because if, unless the, the save file transfers over to the full game, people hate that, right? You guys, you, you, got, you, know, you know what I mean, like, if you have to play through the first part of the game, like the first hour, and then you get the full game, and then the tra- uh, the uh, the progress is transferred over, you got to do it again. That's like a pet peeve for a lot of different people, including my own. So maybe that's why, but I don't know. It just seems like a, a foolish move to have the uh, negotiator demo again. But I'm positive. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I hope it turns out good. Same. Those have never been my my games, but I know a lot of people like them. It's very interesting uh, to I see. Hope it's- oh. No, I was going to say, I'm very interested to see, like, because of the, the allegations that came out about that studio earlier this year, like, that seems to have kind of died, and I don't know whatever happened with that. Yeah, I'm curious about that. That was the one with the uh, the overworking, like, uh, and, like the poor conditions for the workers, right? And the sexual harassment kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Um, like, sexual harassment seems very plausible. Yeah. I don't know all those all those naked 3D model sex yeah. that they got going the over uncomfortableness there. Uncomfortableness of it all in the games. Yeah, mm-hmm. it raises flags for sure. But at the same time, if there's no proof, then obviously you know it's just conjecture. But I'll say that uh, I don't know how these rumors start and how they end. Maybe it just ends in a courtroom or in a private office where they just signed an NDA after getting a payment. Or maybe it was a whole lot of nothing, you know, spun uh, spun yeah. around by about the the rumor mill, but. Yeah, I don't know. As long as there's no follow up and there's no convictions and stuff like that made, then I don't particularly care. No, I I separate myself from that. Like so many people are upset with my stance on that because I separate the art from the artist. It's it's just always been my way. I don't care. Like I think the stuff that those people do is is gross. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what I'm saying, and that's how a lot of people take it. But that's not like I still listen to Lost Prophets. That hurts me. What. You know that guy did. It's it's a terrible thing, but I still liked the music. So I understand that. Yeah, it's, I, I I respect that opinion. Yeah, it's it's hard when I mention that because people are like, "How can you do that?" I'm like, "Well, I I don't know. I guess I could go pirate his music and <laughs> that way he didn't yeah. get any money or anything or something. I don't know. I I think there are extremes to that. Like, let's say 
if something is literally funding ISIS and you're like, well, I like this Dairy Queen <laughs> that's funded by ISIS. What a Dairy the Queen! ice cream is really good. What so a I'm Dairy Queen do to you no, to make no, such Dairy allegations? Queen is in no way affiliated to ISIS. Let's make that clear right now. Hey, man. <laughs> Have you done your investigative reporting? No, oh, you haven't. You don't know the facts, okay? Guess I'm not, not saying that they are, but I'm saying they could ever. be. Okay, so that's what I mean. Like, there are extremes. But if some guy decides to, like, do something really, you know, like, unsightful, he's uh, rude or he does something, he, like, hits his wife or something, right? Then you still enjoy him as, like, an athlete or an artist or something like that. I can understand why people want to, like, look past that. But at the same time, I see the other side because the person that this is coming from also matters as well. No, because absolutely. Because the person that you're trying to support. I have no problem with people who will, who will, you know, boycott that stuff. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't think you're an idiot for boycotting just because you have an opinion. That's fine. I, I you know, that's your, that's your choice. Just mm-hmm. like it's my choice to continue to enjoy music or comedians, even you know, there's been a lot of comedians having issues in the media lately. Um, but I'm going to be the first to say I still laughed at Louis C.K. He was still funny. Louis C.K. didn't get unfunny because of, he just started showing his dick to people. Yeah, what He's, he did is terrible, and and my God, yeah, that yeah. that's just gross. That dude's got problems in his head. <laughs> well, you could you could tell that he has problems. Oh no, absolutely. If, you, if you've ever watched his stand up, you know that guy's had problems for a very long time. But I still chuckled at his jokes. And, I don't feel like I should be villainized for that. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But that's what I mean. It's always about the degrees. Yeah, he's, uh, I gotta make you guys uh, my my uh, fellow fellow. Move on. I didn't get enough. I didn't get enough tweets to recover from this. Mookie did tweet <laughs> us uh, uh, an article from PC Gamer that Quake Champions is adding bots. That's cool. Bring it to console, motherfuckers. I want to play that game. And I don't want to play it on my PC because my PC sounds like my PC sounds worse than my PlayStation 4 Pro right now. As far you just as gotta probably mess around with your fans. Uh, I took it apart it the other day and used my spray can of air, and I managed to get it a little quieter. But uh, that that that's that, that's like a band aid fix. A lot of times you just have to uh, mess with the, the there's the little ball bearings inside the fans. Either you replace the fans or you have machine oil. That you drop into those things to actually make it just as brand new again. Uh, but I would recommend that you just get the size of the fans, depending on where it's located. It's pretty simple, you know. Get to get it, get the sizes, and then just replace it. They're very cheap, and it'll sound silent again. And my that's how you my know. PC is packed like a <clears throat> like a one bedroom apartment with a family of six. <laughs> yeah, it might be a bit of a, a bit of a hassle to get in there, but you know, if you want it to be quiet. Yeah, yeah do a little bit of thing. I put it to sleep regularly so the fans will stop blowing. <laughs> it's a it's a good idea. I think people like to leave their PC on all day, every day, twenty four seven, just because it's so easy. Uh, what are you saying? That would be me. Yeah, yeah, and that kills the life cycle of your PC significantly being uh, turned on like that. So you know, if you want to keep your PC in good condition, I recommend you shut it off when you're not using it. Um, and and one not you know it's not I'll that. make sure not to take that advice. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you won't. But then you know when you start hearing your your video card fan when I'm calling like when I'm calling engine. when I'm calling to the podcast over my phone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah, we're um, we're just spoiled. We're just spoiled Americans. We just we just buy new ones, Jay. Uh, that's that's fine. I mean, I do, no no like I'm not even being sarcastic. I think the idea of like shit, I don't want to fix it. I'll just buy a new one. 
Dude, that makes total sense to me. I do that sometimes too. You know, so no, I'm, I'm down with that. Just make sure you buy the right stuff. Totally entitled. Uh, yes, uh, Tate sent us a couple tweets though, and that's it. Like, it, it depresses me. Y'all need to tweet us yeah. more. Well, one of the people that used to tweet in is now bloody on the podcast, which kind of kills. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens a lot, and we got to get new people to tweet into the podcast. This fucks up the whole thing. Uh, Tate says, I finally started Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I haven't run into one tail mission yet. Glorious. Also, don't worry, Anthony. I enjoy your presence and will need you as an extra man once Drew gets fired. (laughs) 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 At least Drew's severance uh, in the package is going to look excellent. Oh, his ears service. I, you, you are very. You have a misleading opinion of how this works, Jay. <laughs> He's gonna get like multiple copies of the future Neptunia games. It's gonna be great. The only, the only, the only thing you get you here is the. It's written on all of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a dental plan. You lose a tooth, you lose two free. That's the only thing that works here. I mean, that's basically buy one get two free. That's a bargain, dude. Yeah. I mean, you can't like, argue with that. Uh, Tate also says, by the way, did Drew have his bachelor party yet? Totally should or should have had a stripper cosplay as Dusty Gonzagas. As who? If you don't know who that is, you don't uh-huh. watch enough Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, okay. Um, but I would totally cosplay as Carl if I could go to his bachelor party and be like, <laughs> yeah, get in there! Drew, Drew did have his bachelor party, from my understanding. Oh, that's right. I heard, yeah, I heard it was pretty uh, a quiet affair. Yeah, it's a, it was a, it was a lame party, according. I, to I, I was playing either Monster Hunter or Overwatch with him when his. I uh, never mind. I don't want to get into details. <laughs> it's not it's not my place to talk about his personal life. So if you want to ask Drew, just... be sure to add him. He won't respond. Probably not. I, all all I can think of is uh, he had a quiet affair. He was. Naked in a waffle house. <laughs> oh lord! Speaking of speaking of retirement package. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Everybody's out this week. We need two new hosts for the show. Hey man, those Hitler comments came from. <laughs> oh god, I. Th- I don't know. We see white. I don't know, man. I need, this, I need that Jason. shit is funny to me personally. I need Jason back. I need Jason back with his terrible. <laughs> His his hair pick. Everyone's That's fighting. the thing about me is that like I like if you listen to the last Envergy podcast. I was I was sure what Jason was around, but he never said anything remotely offensive at all. That's like not even once. We had we had multiple instances. Of, and the thing about Jason is, and I don't want to paint Jason as a bad person. Mm-hmm. He just sometimes he says things that and he doesn't think. Mm. And he said a couple things that he didn't think about before he said them and um, I had to go back and one of those few times I had to take it out <laughs> Mm-hmm. are you going to take anything out of today's podcast uh, I guess you'll have to listen to find out <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally not going to listen to there's it four, there's, there's 20 minutes of just pure silence <laughs> there's a missing chunk of the show at some point well it's like Jay hardly ever spoke in this podcast <laughs> what happened? anyway that's the end of the show Oh, oh, oh. thankful and, uh, like, old yeller, just to put it out of its misery, bring I, it behind the house. We got the shotgun, we're going out back, we're going to the farm, kids, we're going no, to the Mom. farm. Oh, Call me all yeller. 
Oh, anyway, if you want to tweet us, please tweet at us. We need more tweets for the show. Uh, send them to Adam 4 g Podcasts. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us on the Twitter, we have Jay at Butterside Jay. Ryan is at WombatRP. Or is it... Is that, did I get that right? WombatRP. Okay, yes. Sorry, I still get confused because it wasn't your original tag. We have Anthony at Intersect. All letters, no vowels. And you can follow me at ZTGD. Follow the site at ZTGD Content. Uh, there's probably not going to be a Phoenix down for like three weeks. So I'm not even going to plug sure that. I'll bug Drew about yeah. that at DML Theory. <laughs> The Phoenix Down is going to need a Phoenix Down before it comes back. It it will. Uh, actually, it's not his fault. Uh, I know Matt is traveling. Yeah, and Matt's really busy too. So let's not. But, but direct know, pull the all all concerns to at DML Fury. <laughs> <laughs> to send them all to him. Don't forget to mention Zeno Saga HD when. Yeah. Oh so yes, of course. All three games. Uh, but that's it. He will cave. You, we all know that, right? He will cave to that. He said I'll no. Make, I'll make sure of it. He said no for the Xeno Gears episode for yeah. months. So well, like two years, you year. did. Yeah. Give uh, it about a year after after release, and he'll play it. But that is it. Unless anybody has anything else. Nope. No, we out. Alrighty, and it goes something like this.